Today's show is with Devil Love, Boston hard rock outfit weathering the storm of 2020, as we all are. They're hitting the ground running in the new year with their debut record, Broken Things, out February 12th on all streaming platforms. Uh, I sat down, well, uh, telecommuted, tele-interviewed um, with uh, <laughs> band leader Peter Bazell and drummer Chuck Ferreira uh, as they filled me in on the Boston scene, survival of their local venues, and what they've been up to, what they've been listening to. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we were talking some sort of uh, listening party for the record out next month. Still working out uh, the logistics of that, so I'll keep you all posted on updates there. In the meantime, here is the opening track to Broken Things called Everywhere Leads the Sound. Enjoy. <laughs> Oh, 
can start recording now if you guys don't mind. No problem. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, cheers. I saw that yes. uh, a nice uh, hearty looking stout over there. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sticking with coffee. It's still three check. o'clock. <laughs> Where, where, where are you, Justin? Are you, uh, are you West I'm in California. Uh, oh. I'm in uh, California. Um, Rancho Cucamonga. Okay. Yeah. If you ever heard of yeah, it from so. uh, Bugs Bunny or Workaholics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still, it's still appropriate coffee drinking time. Yeah. I just, I'm just out of beer to be honest. Like I just, I didn't go to the store yet. <laughs> balance. <laughs> balance. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could do one more cup of coffee. Right on. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this, guys. Sure. Thanks for Great having me. Yeah. Thanks Anytime. for asking. Absolutely. Anytime. Uh, this is a great record, by the way. Loving it. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank it's, you so it hits hard immediately. I was expecting a little bit of a kind of like a from the bottom moving up a little bit and you just went straight forward. It was it's great. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. Of, yeah. One of our harder rocking songs in a long time. <laughs> yeah i've been listening to it trying to decide all right which one do i want in the intro and i was going to ask you guys which one do you guys want in the intro so you got a pre you got the whole record then with the, with the send out we did last week you yeah i've got your uh your private playlist here on uh spotify oh nice. great so yeah. that's excellent yes because the record's not even out yet so this is very exciting oh yeah <laughs> loving it and one more uh one more month just about a month and some change. Yeah. February 12th, right? Yeah. We're coming awesome. out with the whole thing on February 12th. So we have um, a, the next single is going to be out. Um, the, the song Gold Currency, mm-hmm. third song on the record. That'll be out next week. And then we did a full video for um, the song We Can Leave Tonight, the second song on the record, mm. uh, which we recorded back in November. So that'll be released later this month. And then the, the record comes out. Yeah, the record comes out in the, in early February. So um, awesome. We Can yeah. Leave Tonight is one of my favorites right now. I'm trying to uh, jump back and forth. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, we've got a lot of positive feedback on that song already. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the cool thing about that song is it was probably, it was probably the first like real collaborative effort with this lineup um mm-hmm. and we had actually we actually released it like we did like a little self-release of it several months ago it's the oldest song well there's two songs in this batch that are uh, a little older and that's one of them and we um when we decided we wanted to put it on this record we we pulled it back like we we took it off of the off of the band camp and uh had it remixed so it would fit in with everything and uh-huh. uh, so it's it's kind of a we thought it fit really well so it um and it, apparently you know it does because it, it has it has gotten good feedback so oh yeah i imagine it's been a hit i was thinking about with uh you mentioned that uh soul clinic bible school that's the uh that's the other one right well yeah yeah that's real old peter you can talk about <laughs> That song um, was recorded originally um, about 10 years ago um, before I even had the band um, that I have now. And so it's a song that has always been um, 
sort of a mainstay in our set list when we perform live. So as, as you know, my music has grown and the band has grown, um, the song kind of transformed from what it was originally. And so we wanted to record it again and um, have it, you know, sort of be presented by this group. So it came out really well. I was very happy with that one also. That's another one that uh, I thought the recording came out just excellent. Um, yeah, so, you really added yeah. power to this one, to this version of it too. I went back and I listened to the other cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Oh, you did. Uh, yeah, and it's it's great. Don't get me wrong, but this one has homework. like that much power. I try, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you did your homework. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's a song that it's just, you know, Chuck, I mean, Chuck and I have been um, together for a long time, really. The two of us have been together a lot of anybody else in the group. And so Chuck knows that song um, very well. He, he he got with me soon after I recorded that song and um, he always loved it. And he, he said to me over the years, <laughs> Chuck would be like, man, I just, I want to record that song again. So we finally were able to do it and here, here it is. Nice. So yeah, it's, those things are fun. I, I like, I like that when, when um, you're able to kind of hold on to something and it, and it stays yeah. with music. Sometimes, sometimes songs just kind of go away, you know, and for whatever reason, but that one's just hung, hung in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you, do you, did you experience that playing shows, uh, people requesting the hit like the 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 classics uh they don't even want to hear the new stuff they just want no play that one again play that one yeah. what's this what's oh yeah this requesting thing you speak of <laughs> i know right people request stuff okay hmm. um, um it, i i would say that that song more than any other uh throughout all the various incantations of uh the different bands that Peter's had together, that is like one of three or four songs that was always there. Um, and now where we're at now, it it's one of like two or three songs that have stayed. I think people recognize it. This band, this lineup, we play it a little slower mm -hmm. and um, certainly like heavier, I guess is the best way to put it. It, it, it kind of has, more of a hard rock thump to it now. So um, I think it's, it's, it's definitely a live favorite. Um, oh, for sure. That's one of those I want to hear post COVID. Right. <laughs> you, and, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, all of us. How Absolutely. have you guys been uh, holding up? How's Boston been holding up the Boston scene? Oh, man. Oh. Um, Chuck, you could probably talk more to that to me because Chuck's yeah. actually in a lot of different um, groups as a drummer. He, so he's he stays highly involved. Where I'm just basically doing, you know, this band. And that's, yeah, that's, that's enough for me. So, yeah, I think Boston, like every other like bigger city, Boston is sort of like. Um, it's we're we're kind of slogging through it, but we're you know we're 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 taking significant losses along the way. Mm -hmm. We've probably lost uh, up to this point. We've probably lost now. Um, I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of, of five um, five venues that <sighs> um, that we all you know bands in our circle at our level um, play at. So yeah. um, there's a few places. There's one place that just recently closed, but the owner is saying that, you know, post COVID, her plan is to uh, find a new space and reopen. Mm -hmm. 
there's a place that we lost right at the beginning of COVID, but that they, they, they took on a, they, they did like a real aggressive fundraiser and they are saying that they're going to reopen uh, post COVID in a new location. So there's some positive, but there's a few places that are just outright, you know, they just folded. Gone. Yeah, places that seem to be in less danger are the venues that obviously, like everywhere else, all the Live Nation venues Golden are voice, nice, yeah. giant places. But um, mm. the, the, the ones that seem to be kind of weathering the storm the easiest right now are the places that have food that mm -hmm. they can, they've converted themselves completely over to take out um, and they've you know, managing to keep their heads just barely above water. But, you know, I mean, I guess with light at the end of the tunnel, um, maybe we can make it to a point where, um, you know, we, we don't lose too many more and we can, we can, uh, my, my hope is that people are going to jump back out there when we can do it and that there's going to be um, packed clubs yeah. supporting, supporting, you know, people supporting the venues and the bands because, um, you know, right now it's just being taken away from us. So I hope that there's a a reaction to that that's positive. I everyone I know is gonna pack the house, yeah. pack the houses as soon as this is over. We're all going stir crazy, you know, yeah. for more <laughs> uh, many reasons, more more than more ways than one, rather. Right. Uh, sure. But shows especially, like I can't talk enough about it. I'm a concert photographer. <laughs> oh, okay. already yeah. not going to shows and so they're uh, ramping this up and just trying to keep busy you know a lot of bands are doing you know around here i'm noticing a lot of bands are doing um you know videos and there's there's people who are you know getting together um as safe as bands can get together in rehearsal spaces <clears throat> and mm -hmm. who have larger rehearsal spaces are probably doing it more often than those of us that have smaller ones. So mm -hmm. uh, there is activity. It's uh, it seems to be that my observation is that most everybody is taking it seriously. Um, yeah. Of course. And we haven't really heard of any members of our scene, you know, uh, coming down with it, getting sick. Um, oh, so, good. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know, at least I haven't heard it. And like Peter said, I, I'm, I'm sort of plugged in, um, I, you know, it's like you think you're plugged in. And then, of course, then you hear about this whole other group of bands and that you never heard of before. So it's like you're like, oh, I guess I'm not. So <laughs> it, it, it goes up and down. Yeah. Everybody needs that Gigi Allen uh, immune system. Right. Right. <laughs> well, there's jokes. You know, there's certainly some jokes going around like we like every other city. I guess we have some places that have like very suspect restrooms and it's like uh, <laughs> if you use the restroom at such and such club <clears throat> you'll be fine taking the covid vaccine oh yeah <laughs> you know, or you know if you've eaten a hot dog you're fine taking the covid vaccine you know so, um, <laughs> i heard that about dive bars and the you know the tray under the taps oh if yeah you, if you've ever had a sip of that whatever that <laughs> rule is then you're, oh, you're gonna God. be fine you know <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Oh man. Well, here's to the uh to those venues. I hope I hope they make it. You know, yeah. the, the ones out here are I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. But like like you said, the the Golden Voice, the Live Nations, they're gonna make it. 
Yeah. Which is great. They're, you know, those are great venues too, but something about the independent ones that I've, re I really want to sure. really help survive, you know? Yeah. Yes. We need the dive bars. We definitely need them. <laughs> yeah. What was the last uh, show you guys played before? <laughs> <What's that? laughs> before the uh, what, end of the world. What's that, Peter? Um, was it we, the Midway? Uh, what's that? I really can't remember. Was it the Midway? We we play a club in Boston called the Midway. It's a just a vintage classic dive bar. Everything that we're discussing that mm -hmm. we'll we'll actually probably hang in there because it's an institution. It's been there forever. I think the ownership. I don't really know for sure, but my sense from what I do know is that the ownership there is pretty solid. Like they, 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 they have, a, you know, um, maybe they own the building or something. I just don't really know. But, um, yeah, so maybe the last place, I think it was the midway, um, little place that we like to play. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and you guys oh, are, no, uh, no, the last place was the, the beer hall. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, uh, Turtle, Swamp. Turtle Swamp. Turtle we Swamp. Played, um, yeah. Yeah, we Turtle played a brewery, a brewery show, and um, and then because that was December, and I then guess so. uh, that's right. Yes. And then we didn't have anything booked for January, and what happened was, of course, once we hit February, this started. Word of this started coming out, and um, we we had we definitely had some things booked for. Uh, March and then like, we had two shows booked for March that mm -hmm. got taken away of course because everything got canceled yeah. so um, yeah. yeah I think December uh, of, of 2019 was um, that was it we we, we snuck yeah. one in before the new year and then mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. it yeah it's a shame not to yeah. <laughs> not to keep it's, harping on this negative yeah. news, but <laughs> no but it's a real thing and it, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard not reality. to talk about it. Well, yeah. it shapes yeah, I mean, the music. It shapes it shapes what fans are doing now. Like we, um, yeah. there's a song on the on the new record. Since you've listened to the whole record, it's called "The Owl." Mm -hmm. uh, that song we recorded without ever having played it as a band. Like, oh, we all, interesting. We all came up with parts separately, and we tracked in the studio the drums and bass, mm -hmm. um, and then everyone else added parts and. Yes. So sort of we did it to prove to ourselves we could do it um, because yeah. I really think we're I really think that um, there's not really going to be any, any shows, I think, until probably autumn. That's yeah. my guess. Yeah. Autumn of 2021. That's what um, I'm seeing out here, too, in, in L.A. There are a few places trying to reschedule, you know, best case scenario, September, October. Yeah. yeah. So we wanted yeah. to prove ourselves we could do it. So we actually have a whole new batch of songs that um, we can start working on after the excitement from this, you know, after <laughs> we pass by this whole thing. We yeah. can start working um, now that we know we can do it that way. So yeah. yeah. That was one of the benefits. I was able to just demo a ton of stuff you know, over this COVID break and the guys all, you know, sent me tracks back and, we were able to kind of build up some new song ideas. So that was, that's one shining mm -hmm. like light through all this, um, the downtime of that. So, yeah, uh, 
you know. Um, and it lets you like sharpen those uh, remote tools, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, you know, I have some skills in recording, so I was able to set up my home studio again, which I had sort of taken down, and uh, mm. just hadn't been using it because we've been doing a lot of recording in, in the studios around Boston, mm. and so. Or we would work up the songs as a band in, in rehearsal. I would just bring, you know, music to the guys and say, "Hey, this this is this is what I'm working on. Let's let's, let's work it up, make it into something." So mm-hmm. I kind of went back to how how I used to record music and uh, you know as a songwriter, making a little demo and sending it to the guys. But um, you know, Chuck as a drummer didn't really get to the drums are the most difficult thing to record. So I just did a little pitter patter drum machine thing to kind of outline what we're going to do. So mm-hmm. that's that's something we are looking forward to whenever we get back together. We haven't. We haven't even been rehearsing, really. I mean, who who has? I, I, it's just too talking about COVID again. But yeah, it's just a little too mm-hmm. scary. Um, yeah, it settles down, and we all get you know a vaccine, and life gets back to normal. Mm-hmm. You worried so about growing thought, another arm? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so I guess we were maybe one of the fortunate bands where we just recorded the bulk of this record in, in, in December um, mm. of 2019. Yeah. And um, so we had, had, we had everything we needed um, as far as our tracking. We it's did do a little bit afterwards, but yeah. <laughs> it's funny that it, it pre COVID, but it's like, it's that there's like this air of spirituality of like positivity with this record that, that fits so well with, the times you know it's like you know it's yeah. gonna be fine we're gonna be all right let's keep it together and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, glad to hear, I'm glad to hear the positive feedback because we just got another review that came in earlier and it was like it was something it was funny like the the, the take of it was a little different um <laughs> they didn't get some it just whoever listens to music has kind of has their own sort of ear of what they're hearing mm-hmm. and you're hearing sort of the positive part of it um what was that? I think, yeah, to? I think the yeah. quote was, uh, "Say, bring the '60s and '90s into the present with crunchy guitar rock and left yeah. of center sentience for modern malcontents." <laughs> modern <laughs> malcontents, right? Yeah. I was like, "That's awesome!" Like, I just love to hear how anybody responds to what we do. Like, I mean, as an artist, that's kind of part of the whole process. You want you want a response, so. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, otherwise we're just living in a vacuum and nobody hears it. That's not, that's no fun. So um, mm. it's funny to hear, it's just interesting to hear all the, the different sort of, you know, ways, ways that people respond. So um, I think of it maybe a little more positive, I guess, in my mind, but yeah, there, I guess there's a little malcontent in there. <laughs> it's, <just funny. laughs> it's just funny to me. I just, I just, it's just <laughs> left of center. Well, <laughs> malcontents. That's... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Modern, modern, modern malcontents. Yeah, yeah. it's the yeah, next the album best. title. Yeah, <laughs> actually, so, pretty good. That's yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, uh, I look. You know, there's so many different ways to interpret music, right? We we listen to stuff, and some somebody goes, "I don't like that band. I don't that singer really bothers me for whatever reason." You know, or another person's just like, "This is it for me. I love mm-hmm. it." So, I don't know. Being somebody who's writing music and i just want to find those people that get a get a response from and mm. want to hear more of it so so 
So thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for a great record. Uh, yeah. What have you guys uh, been listening to in the, in the meantime? Wow. Well, I just sort of really late to the party feel like I just discovered the national for some reason. I just, mm. I was in a playlist on Spotify, um, going for a jog. I was like, all right, I'm just going to put on something. And then one of the songs came on. I was like, oh, this has got a great sort of sound. Why didn't I not listen to them 10 years ago? So, you know, but that's something I've been sort of um, gravitating towards lately. Um, yeah. That, they're one of those that have always been under the under my radar. Like, I, like you said, late to the party. Yeah. Same here. I've heard them. I know them yeah. and I like them. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't really get around to it yeah so they might be worth your time because i i sort of had a weird response to them when they initially came out and just never went back but then there was a song um called blood buzz ohio and it had this drum beat <laughs> okay, that was their hit a few years <laughs> yeah ago. yeah and i was just doing my little jog around the park and i was like this is a this is a cool song and so i was like who is this and checked those out so then i started checking into more of their stuff and yeah it's the right nice. time timing for me now i guess you know the, the sound that they're the sound that they're doing so mm -hmm. um and now's the yeah. time to absorb new things you know yeah newish things i guess i guess yeah new to you say new to you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how about, how about you, you guys um you know uh i keep going back to um uh there, there's a band a, a band from canada that i love a lot they're called sloan they're uh, they're from they're from the Toronto area now, but post punk band. Well, they've been around since probably the early nineties, since mm. probably like ninety ninety one. Um, but they consistently release really great new music. They have a hard guitar meets like seventies soft rock meets Beatlesque pop. It's oh interesting, kind of an interesting combination. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're certainly a band I always go right to. And I, I actually, of everybody in this band of Devil Love, I'm I'm sort of like the resident um, heavy music guy. So I've mm. been listening to a lot of like, uh, I guess you could call it occult rock or stoner rock or, you know, doom, um, that, that kind of stuff really. Like Electric Wizard and all those yeah, guys? Yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff floats my boat. There's a band in particular called blood ceremony from also ironically from canada that mm. uh really like but yeah uh a band like electric wizard that's a good example um i'm i'm sort of a, a he, like by nature more of a heavy groove drummer so mm. that that kind of stuff really appeals to me so but oh, nice. it's weird i i've been sort of like uh i feel like i've been under a rock the last year or so like haven't really discovered like a brand new band that I didn't know and, and, and have been like, wow, this is, you know, so mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping it, to change that in the new year, you know? Yeah. It's, it takes like, you almost want to call it work to, to find new music. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Like so sometimes you could just there. like, yeah. you just have to find, you know, I mean, that's the one thing it's like, well, something like what, with this, you know, and what you're doing for here with us, it's like, well, maybe somebody sees this interview or hears it, then they think, oh, you like they find you to be a trusted, uh, a trusted resource, and they check mm. it out. Like that's the thing. It's like you have to find your 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 trusted resources. You know, which which 
college stations do you like, which blog mm. do you read, that sort of thing. And um, it's just been sort of a, a, a year of madness for me. Like, uh, ironically, my work life has been busier than ever. Like, yeah. because, you know, so it's, it's, I'm one of those people that actually got busier during this, which is just the strangest thing. So, <laughs> um, so it's been like a, just kind of a whirlwind year. Um, and, and I think like also you kind of go back to like more comfort things mm. and you feel like the world is, you know, blowing up <laughs> <laughs> kind of go to like, well, I'm going to go to those bands that I always, you know, can rely on and, you know, so hopefully the new year brings with it optimism and kind of a renewed sense of wanting to try new things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of that too, who do you feel guilty about not liking? Who are the classics that you always hear about that you're like, oh, I don't get it. That's a oh, good I have a good like, one for that. And, it, and it's just, it comes right, came right to my head when you said that. And um, it's, it's the who I feel like it's <laughs> awkward saying that because wow. it's almost blasphemy, right? I know it feels so, and I don't, it's not that I actually don't like the who I actually do like the who, but like, I don't really get it, even though I know that they're who they are. And, um, and Ken, our guitarist love, absolutely loves the who, and he actually had an extra ticket. And I saw them last year at Fenway with him and um, their, their big resurrection tour. Mm. But yeah, just so as a very quick answer, the who but it's the who like why how could i ever say that because they're amazing yeah. but i do, i don't like when i think when you think of the big you know the big 60s bands the beatles mm. zeppelin stones and then there's the who like for me <laughs> i was like <laughs> i totally get the beatles i insanely love them i love you know zeppelin oh my god i love Zeppelin. probably my biggest biggest one is zeppelin and then mm. of course the stones but i'm always like the who I was more okay. of a Kinks fan anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing I think of about that is that maybe it's the sort of the Roger Daltrey singing Pete Townsend songs. Like, I don't know, like maybe that's the disconnect for me, um, mm -hmm. even though it obviously works and it's amazing. We all know the same tunes, um, but I, I, I haven't really been able to ever put my finger on it. Why? why it is that band so there you go there's your answer <laughs> and a good one i wasn't expecting the who oh okay <laughs> i just threw the who out of the bus like why would i ever do that <laughs> sorry guys it is oh, what it no. is yeah ken's gonna, ken's gonna watch this and be like you dick <laughs> <laughs> mine's mine's you too that's one of them like i'm just like, know, ah. funny. i feel like i've heard that from a lot i feel like you too mm -hmm. probably has the most fans of any band but they also have like yeah. they're they're divisive yeah you either love them <laughs> or you don't yeah and it's like yeah. i i kind of get it i don't hate them you know i don't you know i don't see that i don't change the channel you know when it when they come yeah, yeah. on or anything not every time, but like, yeah. Yeah. It's yes. just one of those I just don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, but so, I feel guilty. I feel bad for not liking them. I feel like I'm missing out, you know. Yeah, well, have you always felt that way? Like, what, what, what was your introduction to YouTube? I'm curious. I'm not really a big, huge, massive YouTube fan. So, like, mm. I mean, I like, I like the bands, but what uh, was it your was first introduction to the music? Octoon Baby. Oh, okay. okay. Which 
oddly enough, is the one that I, I do like. Yeah. But then I'll go back and I'm like, ah, I don't like this. And I don't know why, you know, yeah. <laughs> I can't really explain to myself why I'm not getting into why I just can't lock in. But then there's a couple of, you know, a couple of tracks throughout that I'm like, okay, okay, let me give it another chance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Joshua Tree, right? The classic. Yeah. But beyond that, I just, I didn't bother because I just didn't, yeah. I felt like I didn't have to, you know? <laughs> Yeah, well, they've been around so long that they, yeah, if you come in at a certain point, um, mm-hmm. I understand that. I get, I, I actually understand that a lot. Um, I think about, as, at least for me, as I've gotten older, my strong opinions about bands have sort of mellowed, where um, maybe there was something that I, I, I just had, I would have a more stronger reaction when I was younger. I'd be like, I just don't like that. And I just, ah, and I'd have a lot to negative to say. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, I, I sort of listen to things and appreciate it in a different way. Um, you know, my for, the Who is one example. <laughs> but even like with you too, I, I hear what you're saying. Like they they've had so many different phases of um, of sound that true you could you could easily get put off by it. Um, in, yeah. in but what I what, and I'm not speaking as like a big U2 fan. Um, but when I see them now, like they're still the same band. Like they're still four guys from Dublin, like yeah. like school friends. Like t- took on the world, man. What a dream! Yeah, <laughs> like they took that high school dream and like made it ha- made it real. That's that's, yeah. that's and that's insane. the thing. It's like it's nothing but respectable, you know. It's yeah. Like, Damn. Why yeah. don't I like this? Yeah, it's probably like his voice or something. You might just like some people like really just do not like Sting's voice, for example, or like or Bono, or whatever, like or whatever, you know. What? Yeah, the beats. Who knows? You know, art is very subjective, right? I mean, yeah, you know, um, you yeah. you hear people, you know, throw tons of praise and adulation on one band, and you'll be like, I don't get it, and then. You know, yeah, <laughs> somebody could be watching this and hear you say you don't like you too that much. And be like, what's wrong with this guy? So it's like, who knows? Like, who knows? Like, it's just it's what our ears. Yeah. What I, yeah. You know, my my thing is click. like I guess the, the huge band that I never got was Guns N' Roses. Never got it. Never. Oh. Fair enough. Yeah, I still don't. Like <laughs> still don't. Yeah. Still don't understand it. And uh, but um, you That's know, it's funny. One. What Peter said about the Who, like I've I've been in those kinds of art discussions before and as a drummer everyone always tries to like shove keith keith moon in my face and I'm yeah like, my least favorite drummer like i don't <laughs> he doesn't you know I, I and and it's like i've always you know people always been surprised by that and it's like well mm-hmm. i just he just doesn't do it for me so yeah. i don't know um you know <laughs> but you too i i actually have always loved um yeah. and but i get why people don't i also you know understand that Bono being as vocal as he is about everything he mm. can pull off. But, you know, but when you look yeah. at how much money he's raised in various causes, it's like, well, few celebrities use their celebrity status to yeah. make more money than him. Yeah. Sometimes he has a big mouth about it. So I don't know. You that's the other the- thing. It's like, what's the trade-off here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't talk too loud about Bono. 
<laughs> like, all right. Um, no celebrity who would save check. more money for AIDS research. Um, so like Chuck, the, who's your band? Yeah. Chuck. What? You got a band? We got The Who, we got you 2 oh, I just mentioned Guns N' Roses, so. Oh, sorry, I just went over my head. I'm sorry, yes, Guns N' Roses, of course. Uh, so Guns N' Roses. About, if we're going to talk yeah. about like indie, indie snob bands that mm. everybody, you're all, we're all supposed to like as indie kids. Yeah. Yola Tango. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, all of my, all of my college uh, radio friends, you know, they all love Yola Tango and I'm always like, yeah. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> so, On that yeah. note, LCD sound system. That's another one for there you me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we all have those. We all have yeah. those closets. I lose my hipster cred when I, right. <laughs> when I talk down about yes. them. True. <laughs> oh man. Uh, one more question, guys. Um, who's the band that makes more sense as time goes on for both of you guys? Who uh, who ages well? Who continues to mm. age well? Um, That's a great question. I mean, I would, I'm just going to spread the first thing that comes to my head. I'm sure I could think of many others, but I would say um, the band Not Us Surf. You guys heard, listen to them much? Just Not much, no. Yeah. Their band's been around a long time. They have a brand new record out that's amazing. So that's that's kind of off the beaten path. I could think of something a little bit more main, mainstream or something more obvious, but um, they've been around a long, long time. So they yeah, continue I remember in them my mind. A lot of like Filter Magazine and... Yeah. yeah. Well, they had that huge hit, Popular, right? Yeah, which I didn't really like so much, mm. but... the. They 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 massive catalog and I just feel like they still continue to bring it for me mm. in my my listening so that's that's a new record that I've been they just put one out and it's it's great I, I go back well, the way I sort of judge that in my mind is because if I keep going back to it like then I know that I'm I, I, you know something that I like if not it's, I kind of move on from it but I I keep gravitating towards that. Mm. um so i'll trust you on that one <laughs> you know whatever again it's music it's all subjective oh for sure and how about you chuck um you know it's it's a band that i've loved since i was a teenager but as i get older um and and you know get more and more into like song craft and song arrangements and what have you um uh it's the monkeys of all bands. Okay. Um, just absolutely one of the most horribly underrated um, bands that came out of that era. You know, they started off, granted, they did start off as sort of a uh, manufactured TV show band. Um, mm -hmm. The thing was, is they, it's almost like, it was almost like kismet, as they say, like the, the producers actually ended up putting together a group of super talented um talented people who they were just thrown together and then as they developed they ended up starting you know to really be cohesive and come up with these really great songs and um you know it's sort of a it's sort of a miss it, it, it's sort of a misnomer to think people say that they didn't write their own stuff or play their own stuff they actually if you were to compare if you like add in the whole bulk of their career um they did write and play at least, you know, at least half, um, which 
in the late 60s, mid to late 60s, there was a lot of that going around anyway, and a lot of bands that people take, you know, just assume were uh, serious and real bands mm -hmm. had like had like the Wrecking Crew playing on their records. So um, it, it they got a little bit of an unfair, you know, an unfair shake, over. yeah. Um, but, um, you know, as it turns out, you know, Michael and Peter and Mickey especially were all very talented musicians who wrote great stuff. And um, so as I guess as, it's weird as I as I keep digging into their catalog and, you know, there's probably no song of theirs I haven't heard at this point, but it, it, it just like <clears throat> it resounds more and more with me, uh, mm. just, the, just the craftsmanship and the structure and the arrangements of those songs. So. So, yeah. Hey, hey, we're the most. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we're not a surf. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Now I want to revisit the monkeys and visit not a surf. Yeah. Do it. It's like, like I said, I Both used to read Filter Magazine a lot, and they were always, I feel like they were always in it. There was always something going on with them an interview or a new record, a new single, something. They were just a band that never really went, like, they kind of stayed here for their whole career. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of sort of under the radar band, but yet on the radar, but it's, it's odd. It's, I find their, I find their career to be kind of odd to me. Like it's, they just, they just kind of are there and they haven't gone away. They just keep going. Yeah. But um, you know, some, some bands just stay that way and, and make a nice career niche out of it for themselves. And they seem like one of those bands, like they probably, where they play like the paradise when they come to Boston, Chuck, yeah. Um, what does the paradise hold? What five thousand people, maybe or so? so oh, not that many. Not that many. three. More like, like eleven 1 hundred or something. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah, either one. But that's awesome. <laughs> so, I'd gladly play to eleven 1 hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Okay. So, but I'm sure they play some five thousand seat arenas too. So you know, I've, I mean, I've seen video footage of it. You can see them. They played festivals, and so. Yeah, I would. I'll dig I in. Scoff at that career at all by any means, <laughs> whatever that means. Career when you say that word as a musician, but um, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a better word out there, but in the meantime, yes, there is. <laughs> job. <clears throat> no, I'll take career over job. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for having us, Justin. Yeah. This was a lot of fun.